Your podcast is probably the worst podcast I've ever listened to in my entire life. If you've been involved in online content creation for any amount of time, you've probably received some kind of criticism or mean-spirited comment just like that one. So what should we do when we receive comments like that? Well, that's the subject of today's episode of Technically Speaking. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Technically Speaking podcast, the show about ministry and technology and how you can reach out to people better through it. Uh, I am your host, Jack Dodgen, and uh, after a bit of a break, we are finally coming back before we get ready to take another break uh, due to the holidays. The holidays always seem to throw schedules around and things like that, but I have uh, I have made a good list of subjects I want to talk about for this podcast, so never fear. It's not going away. Uh, in fact, I have several, uh, hopefully, guests lined out uh, and guest episodes where we can get uh, some more expert opinions on uh, some very interesting, what I what I believe are interesting uh, conversations uh, for you all to have uh, to help you become better in using technology in your ministry. Uh, but today I want to talk about criticism and how to respond to the, the many criticisms that we'll receive at any given point uh, in doing online work. Um, and what I want to specifically do today is uh, look at three uh, three types of criticism or three places criticism may come from is probably the better way to say it. Three places criticism can come from that we should listen to and then look at the converse of those things and say you know, three places that we should not listen to that criticism. For some people, it's easy to let comments just kind of roll off your back. Uh, you are confident in what you do. You know uh, that, I mean, you believe you ha- in what you do. You have no problem with the things that you put out there. But it's not that easy for everyone, and so I want to offer some thoughts on the criticism that I accept and the criticism that I ignore. But before we get to all of that, let's talk about our tech tip of the week. According to science.howstuffworks.com, uh, and there are many various cited sources, and I'll, I'll include a link to this website uh, in the the description, there are a number of psychological reasons that people are mean online. Uh, yeah, it's it's not just like a hey, I'm bored and so I'm going to go be a jerk. Uh, there are actually some reasons, and and the internet is actually kind of uh, feeding its own uh, horrible nature for those people that are are jerks online. Uh, the article suggests that uh, inflated ego because of uh, putting our best selves online, that's something we've talked about in past episodes, that we put our best foot forward online. We don't post about the horrible parts of our life, but the best parts, and the best parts get likes, lots of likes and lots of comments and heart-shaped icons and things like that, and it boosts our self-esteem, makes us feel good about ourselves, makes us feel very confident in what we're doing, and as that increases, our self-control, uh, according to this article and the uh, the source cited our self-control goes down. So self-esteem goes up, self-control goes down, and you feel like you are entitled to some of the things that you are saying. That because, well, look at me and everybody loves me, I'm allowed to say something harsh and critical like this. Uh, This article also suggests that distance uh, is a big factor in jerk comments. 
the further someone is away, the more likely you are to say something rude to them because the chances of them actually encountering you in the real world and giving you a punishment for what you have said decreases the further you are apart. And so uh, the study actually found, uh, the study that's cited here, the closer you are in proximity, the less likely you are to say something mean because you're more likely to have to deal with the consequences of your actions. So inflated ego and distance all play a part of why people are mean online. And then a third one here uh, talked a little bit about in this article, or at least hinted in this article, but mentioned in several others that I observed, uh, is that anonymity on the internet is a good way to uh, breed mean comments because people feel like they can say anything and get away with it because there are no consequences. You don't know who I am. You don't live near me. Uh, and so I can get away with whatever I want. So all three of those things are, are just a few of the reasons why people are mean online uh, or why people troll or why people will just be actually hateful and mean-spirited. Uh, the, the subject of the tech tip is not hey, uh, where does criticism come from? But the fact that it exists and it will probably exist forever, as long as there are people, uh, there will be inflated egos and distance factors and anonymity and we're going to have to deal with the criticism that comes from that. And so the tech tip today is how do we handle that criticism from a response perspective? Uh, in the body of this uh, podcast, we're actually going to talk about the types of criticism to listen to and ignore but here I want to offer this tech tip. Uh, two things here. One, do not reciprocate. Uh, the article or the, the webpage that I'm citing, science.howstuffworks.com, uh, goes on to suggest that, uh, according to studies, uh, the meaner you are online, uh, the meaner you will be in person to coworkers, family, in relationships, and, and those other things. Uh, because you are now establishing for yourself a new character. You you are becoming what you believe is just an online persona. Uh, you're getting more aggressive and more loose. And so don't reciprocate. Uh, always take the high road. Uh, it, it will be very tempting to say, you know what, I'm going to snap back at this person. Uh, but don't forget who you represent and don't forget that uh, people are always watching you whether you know it or not. And so if people are going to be mean and rude, just ignore those things or respond courteously uh, even though they didn't give you any courtesy whatsoever. Do not reciprocate to stooping to their level in response. Uh, the second thing I would encourage you to do as well is uh, put a group around you uh, that can help you sort through proper and improper criticism. Uh, maybe the group can serve as a sounding board for you to hear uh, all of the hurt that these comments do. W words do hurt, and uh, especially if you do something that you, you poured your heart and soul into only to receive uh, many or even just a few hateful comments, that can do a lot to tear you down uh, and really hurt your creativity and your desire to do anything in the future. So put people around you that uh, will be honest with you, that aren't going to just lift you up all the time and will never criticize you. You don't want a group of yes-men, uh, but you do want some people who know when they need to praise you and remind you that you do a good job. Uh, and all you also want people to remind you to say, hey, maybe that's a criticism that you should consider. Um, and so when you're dealing with all of these criticisms online, uh, due to the ego, the distance, the anonymity of the internet, uh, choose not to reciprocate to their level and do choose to put a group around you that you can trust to be honest and open with their criticism to you. 
Now let's get on to the show. All right, today we're talking about the criticism you should and should not listen to. These are all my opinion, of course. Uh, I've been, as uh, I think two episodes ago said, uh, I've been online for 10 years. Uh, Most of the time, I've had a lot of good experiences, and that tends to be the case. You will receive more praise than criticism, but criticism is going to sting you harder than uh, praise is going to. You're going to hang on to the negative longer than you will the positive is what I mean to say there. Uh, And so uh, here are some suggestions of criticism that I've learned to listen to and criticism I've learned to ignore. Uh, And while this is personal opinion, it it has worked for me. Maybe it won't work for you as well. Uh, But I do want to encourage you to try it out uh, and to at least hear out these thoughts. And and maybe you need to modify it a little bit for you uh, and then do something that helps you fit. But the fact of the matter is, you shouldn't listen to all criticism. And so you need to find out some system of filtering the criticism that you receive, what you listen to, what you act upon, and what you ignore. Uh, and so these are the these are the ways that I handle criticism and filter those things through. Uh, the first is this. You should listen to criticism from those that have been there before. Uh, People who are older or people even, they may not be older than you, they might even be younger than you, but they've done this longer than you have. Uh, Maybe you just started a blog, but you're older, you're older than this person, uh, but you just started a blog and they've had one for six years. Uh, They're worth listening to, uh, some of their criticism at least, Uh, and hearing about uh, maybe how to market things, how to write things, how long, how short, what kind of titles work and don't work, what you should and shouldn't do, responses to people, those sorts of things. Uh, listen to people who have been there, who have experience. Uh, experience is a very good teacher, uh, and it has a lot to offer somebody. If somebody's already been there and has dealt with negative criticism and harsh comments, and they're passing to you something that is useful, Uh, it's worth listening to. Even if it's critical at first, uh, it may be critical in a good way. And so listen to those that have been there and already made the mistakes uh, that you want to avoid making yourself. On the flip side of that, uh, don't spend a lot of time listening to the criticism of people who haven't been there. Uh, There are a lot of armchair quarterbacks, a lot of backseat drivers, a lot of people that will tell you, this is how you should have written it, this is how I would have done it. Uh, But they don't actually do any of this stuff on their own anyway. They're just telling you, I didn't like what you did. You should have done it a different way, obviously. And if you weren't so dumb, maybe you would have done it that way. Don't don't listen to that. Uh, You want to heed the advice of people who understand what it is you're doing and understand what it is you are going through, the process and all of those things. Don't listen to people who think they know how stuff works uh, that have never actually done it themselves. Listen to the criticism of those that have been there, not the criticism of backseat drivers. Here is the second of the set of three. Uh, listen, to, listen to criticism that comes from people who do sometimes praise you as well. Uh, you can encounter, and, and the, the converse of this, you can encounter people that will just fully criticize you all the time and never tell you when you've done a good job, but they'll be right there when you've done a bad job. Um, You need to listen to the people that tell you from time to time, hey, you did a really good job on this article. Sometimes, and I want to encourage you to do this as kind of a side note, if you are someone who is offering advice or criticism, uh, temper that criticism, that negativity with some positivity. Tell them what they did well. 
instead of just telling them what they need to work on. Uh, I am a very good criticizer. I'm very good at looking at the flaws, both in the stuff that I do and in other things. I'm always looking for how things can be better. Uh, And some of the time I do a good job of presenting, here was what was really great about this, but here's where I think we could use a little bit of, of work. And normally that is perfectly acceptable by those that you're speaking to because you have helped to elevate them and said, listen, you're doing a great job, but I think we can do this this good job even greater. Uh, that is typically better received. I don't always do a good job of that, uh, but when I do make sure to temper the negativity with positivity, uh, it goes it goes a long way. You can criticize in a helpful and positive way. And when you have people that tell you, hey, that was a great post, but I think it was a little too long, or I really liked where you went with this, but I don't think you needed this paragraph, Uh, or this podcast was a really good episode, but I think you spent too much time on point number two, whatever it is, Uh, listen to that criticism. That tells you that somebody has uh, really listened to what you had to say, uh, and they're offering you insight both into what they enjoyed and what they did not enjoy. Uh, Don't listen to those that only criticize you. A preacher that I worked with in the past Uh, told me a story. Uh, There was a member at the congregation who uh, would regularly come up uh, weekly and say, hey, uh, I noticed that you misspelled this word in the bulletin. And regularly they would come up and say, hey, there's a typo here, or uh, this sentence is phrased incorrectly, or or whatever. Uh, And one day he finally responded and said, did you notice all the words I got right? Uh, There are some people who will just constantly criticize and never give you the credit for the things that you've done well. Uh, Ignore those criticisms. There might be some truth to what they're saying. At the same time, you don't want to feed the negativity that they're putting off. Uh, You are doing some things right, even if there are people around you telling you that you've done nothing right at all. You want to find the people that have a good balance in what it is that they're telling you uh, that will give you good, positive criticism and tell you where you are succeeding as well as where you are failing. Uh, And I would add to this, don't listen to the people that only praise you either, that give you good criticism of, hey, everything's perfect, you're doing well. You'll never grow from that. You'll, You'll stagnate and stay where you are. And the fact of the matter is, there is always room to improve. Uh, And so don't listen to those that are in your corner always cheering you on when they really sometimes should be telling you, hey, maybe you should change this up. So the just to, to recap a little bit, listen to those that have been there, not those that have no experience. Uh, listen to those uh, who are giving you negative criticism when they also give you praise, and not just those who are constantly naysaying you and what you do. And number three, listen to those uh, criticisms that come from people who also provide solutions for you. Uh, And don't listen to those that just criticize and give you no way to improve on that. Uh, It is very easy to sit and look and go, here's what's wrong with this, here's why this is wrong, here's why this is bad, here's why this is inefficient. But it's harder to stop and think and go, okay, how can we make it better? How can we make it more efficient? Uh, How can we Uh, trim this down or add to this or how can we get it to a wider audience or whatever have you it takes a lot of work to figure out solutions and so listen to the people who are telling you here is what i think 
is a mistake, but here is how I think maybe you could improve on that. Uh, here is what I think you could do to add to this add to this article or that you could take away from this article, still make your point, but make it a little leaner and easier to read. Listen to those things, uh, those criticisms that provide you with a way to improve, not just the criticisms that sit there and tell you everything that's wrong and give you no hope for a way out. Uh, to recap all of those, listen to those that have been there, not those who haven't been. Listen to those uh, who give you praise along with the negative not just those that naysay you. And listen to those that provide solutions, not those that give you no hope. All right, this brings us to the end of the show, the the call to action. Uh, The call to action comes from our tech tip. Since the whole episode today deals with criticism, I think the best advice that I can give you is this. Uh, find a group of people, maybe it's just one person, maybe it's a couple, maybe it's five people, uh, people that you can surround yourself with that will be open and honest with you, uh, that will provide you comfort when you need the comfort, and that will push you when you need to be pushed. Uh, Find the people that will praise you and tell you the good things that you're doing, but also find those people that will uh, temper that with, here are some things that you could do better to improve upon. Um, You need to find people that you trust uh, to be open and honest with you in your criticism. You don't want people being yes men in your corner and telling you everything you're doing is perfect, Uh, but you also don't want naysayers. But I can tell you this from experience over the last, I believe, two months or so, I've been studying with uh, a couple other ministers, and that has been a huge help to me just to bounce ideas off of them. Uh, And in times that I'm feeling low or feeling like I'm not where I should be. Uh, They're there to remind me, hey, you know, you are doing some things well. This stuff will pass. We'll be praying for you and all those things. And and we talk about it. And I've been able to be a help to them as well. Uh, And thus far, thank goodness, we haven't had to rein in each other's pride or anything like that. Uh, But it's been very helpful from the standpoint of uh, feeling poor and down. Uh, They've helped me realize, no, you are doing good things and keep your head up and keep moving forward. So find a group of people, maybe one person or maybe just a few, that uh, you can help to get real criticism from, and that'll help kind of deflect all of the the jerks that are being mean online uh, and commenting on your stuff. This has been the Technically Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more content like this to help in your Christian ministry uh, and your day-to-day life as a Christian. Remember that no matter where you are, you represent Christ, and so represent Him well. We'll see you next time.